So I want to tell you a little bit about my time at school. Now, one of the lessons I loved at school was music. Now, music was crazy. Basically, it was like you got like 50 minutes where you could just hang out and play around on instruments. So it was crazy. You'd walk in, you'd have some guy in the corner playing Smoke on the Water on a guitar, another guy playing something else. It was just carnage, right? It was crazy. People were just playing all sorts on instruments. No one actually knew how to play. It was a little bit crazy. Um, but it was a good time. Except it got a little bit frustrating when we kind of learned how to play a little bit. And so me and my friends, we got together ready to play something together. And the problem was you could not hear each other at all because of the amount of people in the room who were playing different things. Um, but see, when you are young, there is a lot of noise. There's a lot of noise. Maybe you're the kind of person who wears headphones. I used to wear like an earphone in one ear all the time when I was at school. Um, maybe you are the person who gets in trouble for being loud in your classes. Or maybe you're the person who's always lost their voice on a Monday because you've been shouting so much at your favorite football team on the TV on a Sunday night. Um, or maybe you're not really a loud person, but it seems like everybody around you is super loud. Um, but see, when you're a teenager, there's a lot of noise. It seems like noise just seems to find us. And it's hard to work out who it is that we're supposed to listen to. And that's true when we're making decisions like what we like, what we don't like, whether we should hang out with those people, whether we shouldn't hang out with those people, whether we should go to that college or to a sixth form, whether we should be doing that thing, whether we should be going to that place. And we've got input from our friends. We've got input from our family members, input from our parents. We come to a youth club like this and there's someone else up here talking to us. And there's so many different voices. And sometimes we just wish that there would be a little bit less noise. See, it's hard to concentrate when you've got something to decide on and there's so many different voices. How do we make decisions amongst all of the voices around us? And sometimes the voices around us, they don't agree with each other. So not all the voices in our lives are right. So how do we know who or what to listen to? Now, over the last few weeks, we've been looking at guys called Paul and Timothy. Now, Paul was like this legend of a leader, okay? And he took Timothy under his wing, and he taught him a little bit. He was kind of like a mentor to Timothy. And he wrote a bunch of letters to Timothy when he'd left Timothy to lead a church on his own. And so he wrote him letters, kind of like a father speaking to a son. And he writes this in 1 Timothy 4.12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. This is what our whole series has been based on, this little passage. What he's saying is what God has for you is not just for tomorrow, but that he has a plan for you today and that you can step into that today. He sees the potential in Timothy, but that's not only what he's writing to him about. He wrote two whole letters, and you can find them in the Bible, 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. And basically, he gives them all sorts of advice, not just spiritual stuff. He kind of tells him how to fix stomach problems, tells him how to handle money, tells him how to deal with the different people fighting and arguing around him, how to respect people who are older and also people who are younger. See, Paul shared his wisdom with Timothy. See, for Timothy... Paul was like the Yoda in his life, right? He was the wisdom guy. It wasn't just advice for the future, but it was for his life right then. See, when Timothy, he didn't know something, what he would do is he'd think to himself, well, what would Paul do? See, he understood that we all need wisdom from someone older. We all need the wisdom of someone 
older. And that's true for us, no matter who we are today. A bunch of your leaders in the room will have had mentors in our lives and maybe still do, people that we look up to who are slightly older than us. And see, the Bible says about how important it is for Christians, if we have a faith, to have somebody older to look up to who we can learn from and grow in our faith with. But if you're not a Christian, then I don't know why you wouldn't want this. Why you wouldn't want somebody alongside you who can walk with you, who can encourage you, someone who can be there for you and support you, someone who can give you good advice, somebody who will listen to you. See, we can still listen to the people our age, but see, the thing is about people who are older, they have more experience in life, both good and bad. And that's why we kind of have these cruises, so that we can speak to other people and learn from other people around us as well. See, and what Timothy has done, he's found a mentor. And see, we think that it's really important that we find people that can mentor us, people who we can look up to. But that doesn't just start with finding somebody who's older than you and being like, yo, do you want to be a mentor? Do you want to tell me some advice and stuff like that? No, I think there's some things we can do and where we can be wise in who we choose to help us through our lives, choose to help us and mentor us, Um, not just people who are older. The first filter I think we can look at is do they make wise choices in their own life and in their own patterns? That doesn't mean that there's somebody who gets it all right all the time. It doesn't mean there's somebody who's perfect. But are they making the kind of decisions that leads to the kind of life that you want to live? And if that's a yes, it might be that that person could be a great mentor and somebody to look up to in your life. The second filter I think we can look through is do they care enough to tell you the truth? Not just what you want to hear but what we need to hear. See, it's not always easy to hear the truth from somebody, but we need to have people in our lives who are willing to tell us the truth, even when it's hard. See, I know for for myself, I've had people in my life, mentors in my life, who have had hard conversations with me, and it's been in those moments where I've grown the most. We need to have people like that in our lives. Um, See, when the noise is up all around us, when there's so many opinions and so many voices in our lives, we can decide ahead of time who we're going to listen to. See, what Timothy did is he decided who he was going to listen to. So when moments came up where he was challenged, moments came up when it was difficult, he knew who he was listening to. And it's not normal for us to talk about this at this age. It isn't something people around your schools are all talking about, who is going to be your mentor, all of that kind of thing. It's not the normal thing. But I think it's important. Why? Because wisdom, knowing what to do in situations, it comes from experience. And so we can learn from people with more experience than us, people who have been through the stuff that we've been through that we're going through now so that we can learn and we can build on the platforms that they have and the advice that they give us. See, being young is amazing, but I think the way that we can get the most out of it is to learn from others who can help us to live the life that God has for us. And 